Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Might as well embrace the 1970s. S.H.I.E.L.D. has been infiltrated by a Hydra cell aided by sentient time-traveling aliens. Sounds problematic. Probably happens all the time. We gotta find some wheels and get out of here. Come with me if you want to continue to exist. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge? Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A Trout in the Milk. Welcome once again to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we're here once again to, once again to entertain you with our Thrice Daily Swill. Uh, so just like we start out every podcast, I let my lovely wife talk about whatever she wants to talk about. And she usually has plenty. So the floor is yours, my dear. Well, thank you very much, Martin. And we know that I have plenty to talk about all the time. So Such let's as. talk about two things. Okay. Thing number one is we have been very excited because we really are enjoying our podcast. And so we've decided we were going to get some mugs made. Okay. Well, we are the coffee bin, so that makes yeah. sense. Well, so there are coffee mugs that we have decided to try to print. So Martin's saying, well, let's get some mugs and print them. Okay. That's a great idea, honey. Um, let's go look in, on the internet. And well, you know, of course, everything is a $50 setup charge. I know it's totally outrageous. And, I just won't pay it. You know, one, one mug for $30 or, you well, know, what if you buy them in massive bulk? Right. And, and, or, you know, you can't, but you can get some small imprints. So I, I found one that was really reasonable. So I decided to go ahead and, um, you know, check it out and see, see what it was all about. So I'm, so I'm, Martin sends me the logo, uh, on uh via email so i then put it on the the mug and martin i said here look look at this martin he's well i don't know what it looks like on the mug i'm like really it's gonna like cost us twelve dollars i think we should try and look at it well instead of the fifty eight dollars it costs for just to set it up at most of the other places i don't like buying things sight unseen so you bought me sight unseen dude that's not true i tried you out a while no, you didn't. Uh-huh, yes, I did. I gave you a, a expansive test run, marketing so. and everything. You passed just, so. just barely. I, I don't yeah. think that you did, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. But anyway, so anyway, so uh, so we haven't ordered these cups, though, right? Yeah, I've ordered them. You did? Yeah, six hundred. Six hundred. Six hundred. What? So six hundred. They'll be here in a day or two. I'm just kidding. Okay. I did not order them oh. yet. I mean, it didn't uh, surprise me that you ordered them. I, I thought. Well, I was. I tell you what, I was just going to do it just because. Well, like yeah, I just want it. All I want. See, well, again, except for it's going to take like seven, seven years to get here. Here, we're just going to use this as going to be our mug. This is something that our son drew, uh, in twenty twelve. It's pretty. And yeah, it is. but you didn't cost them a bunch of money to do that. I, I would tell you what this is all about. It's just as you can see, there's a little old lady well, on the set. Oh well, I can't do it. This is back. Here's another problem I got today. <laughs> okay, let's talk this about this. This is backwards. This is backwards. Stop pounding on the table. <laughs> I I can't help it. This is backwards, and it's messing me up because I'm really on this side, and you're on that side. 
And I hate it because it's messing me up. And we're flipped around. And the only reason we're doing this because why? Because you got to wear this shirt. Well, hey, because don't mess with Roger Staubach's jersey. It's decade appropriate. Anyway, Lord help me. Listen, if I switch it around the way they want to do it, then I'm suddenly I'm uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I'm 21. And that's just the wrong decade. Anyway, this is what I deal with every day. Which is why the, you're that's such a happy love, person. That's why you I are. Anyway, but so, okay, now look at this. This is. See, I, I'm trying to build this, but I can't tell because <laughs> never mind. Totally this is stupid. Just messing with your brain. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean. All right. Well, and listen, I'll get over it in a minute. But anyway, the whole point I'm trying to make here is there's lots of points. Points are you are very picky about a lot of stuff. Well, yes, I and, am. I'm, I'm very. And I appreciate that because details I'm are important. I'm a picky too. I'm a picky person yeah, in a different kind of way. Kind of surprising that you would. Uh, well, because have a problem with that. there's certain things I know that you can't be but so picky about. But um, am I one of those? What that you can't be so picky about? Oh, okay. Just testing you there. You're, you almost failed. It was almost horrible. No. <laughs> I love you so much. All right. Well, anyway, um, let's talk about this this this, this episode of Agents of Steel. I have not seen Fitz yet, as Which, you can tell by my public service announcement. Yeah. So then we we put it out there. So I'm gonna let you know when when they see him. And actually, you'll probably know before they do, since we'll actually probably won't watch well, whatever episode I'm that kinda, is. I'm kind of getting a little bit nervous. We're just about halfway through this. Yes, yeah, come next episode. It will be episode six. We'll be halfway through. I think he's in that picture. We got lots to talk about. Let's go. Okay. So uh, when we last left uh, Agents of Shield, they had arrived in the seventies. Now they didn't know why they you know what they were doing in the seventies. Right. They just knew they were there. So of course, especially Daisy and Colson, mm -hmm. they live for dressing up in whatever period clothing right. there is. And everyone is quite as giddy about it as they are, uh, including uh, Sousa. Right. Who, uh, she sent him into a clothing shop to get dressed, and he just came back out looking exactly the same way he did when he went in. That's correct. And mainly, uh, so what were they? What were they trying to put him in? Uh, bell bottoms. Bell bottoms, right? He didn't elephant like bell bottoms apparently because he said he didn't understand what, what all that extra cloth was. I, did, I didn't know that there was a difference between what kind. Of, maybe I did know that, but I don't remember it because I was like nine in the seventies. All right. So. Oh, you come on! You, you never wore elephant like bell bottoms. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Maybe and, I did. And I know I did because, I, uh, like I said, that I used to wear them. I lived in Michigan at the time, and I wore them out in the snow, and that snow would build up underneath the legs of those uh, elephant like oh, bell bottoms. Yeah. It was like you were wearing like 20 pound weights at each angle. Yeah, I can remember that. But All I right. thought I looked cool, though, back then. I bet that. Was, I think I still I'm, have a pair. I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm <laughs> fairly certain that was probably in the 80s, and you probably had their corduroy bell bottoms. No, they weren't. Like oh, that. no, ma'am. No corduroy bell. That was, I did have corduroy clothes, but that wasn't them. No. Yeah. So, as far, and speaking of, of Sousa and Inver Jokai, yes. uh, I pretty much pegged him as my performer of the week for this episode because I thought he did, really did a good job of basically expressing the frustration he had of. Basically, it, was a, it was the first time he was expressing some frustration right, because about it, jumping it, around. Because the rest of the time he was letting it roll off his back, you know, like the proverbial right. water on a and, duck. And kind of like, um, uh, uh, Daisy yeah. said, sorry, I was, having, I was having a what the hell is her name moment. Anyway, he, um, I have those all the time, so and, it's fine. And I was going to call her Agent Johnson, and then I was going to call her Sky, and then I was going to call her... 
uh, anyway, She's everybody a, a, knows. Many aliases. Yeah. So anyway, Daisy, Daisy was um, saying, I'm surprised he hasn't been puking all over the place. Yeah, she thought because, she, well, he wasn't projectile puking. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, so, and actually, yeah, he did fine up until the point where they made that unscheduled jump. Then he was like, what? Right. And anyway. again, all they had to tell him was, we have no control of it. We go wherever the chronicoms go. So right. when they jump, we jump. That's it. If you have a problem with that, go talk to the chronicoms because that's how this works. I'm going to go with not go. Don't go talk to the chronicoms. I'm thinking that. You well, they didn't really want to talk to him either anyway. that or just stay on the plane and don't. Well, and he they, they gave him that option, but he said no. He was going to right. You so know, that, he was there now, so I'm going to embrace the 70s. Okay. At least right after the guy with the with the uh, short shorts and yeah, skates yeah, yeah. went by. <laughs> that was great. So, okay. That was a perfect homage. Okay. Uh. Also, I gave uh, kind of like a, uh, a run nod. around. Yeah, nod. A nod. Yes, a nod. Yes, a nod. Uh, I love Joel Stouffer as Enoch. Uh, oh, yeah, and he's of course, great. They, right, and they showed the, you know, of course, they showed the line when he pulled up in the car and said, come with me if you want to continue to exist. Right. Uh, but uh, I liked even better his line when, uh, of course, number one, he brought up the fact that they had left him for 40 years. The man, uh, for a 30,000-year-old robot, he cries an awful lot about 40 years. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I guess trying to make him feel better, he said, hey, thanks for the ride. Uh, no, thanks for the hit. Uh, what was it? Uh, um, sorry for yeah, sorry for leaving you behind. Thanks for the lift and sweet ride. Yes. <laughs> he says, thank you. It was a Consumer Reports uh, t- top safety pick or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, and was rated uh, top in fuel mileage, which considering the type of car back then, uh, I think you looked it up. He was like 14, 14, miles, 14 miles to the gallon. So I, I, if that's the top gas mileage you get back there. Of course, then he hammered on the gas, and I bet you that gas gauge just went. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then it was three miles to the gallon. No, see, and it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But what kind of power was he getting behind that? Well, he obviously was getting pretty good because the, at least the way he jerked back when he hit the accelerator. <laughs> it was funny. Right? And, of course, uh, uh, many fans commented by the fact that there were skid marks on the road where he pulled up before he got there. Well, which, you know. I mean, if you ever watched any 70s uh, they all talk like shows, because right. yeah, they did test runs before sure. they actually got there. So they rehearsed Right, the so that scene. wasn't surprising that you had to. We're going to do this here, but we're not going to. They had no way to edit out this. No, especially not back then, which is probably why, why they, I mean, you know, shows nowadays, they know how to take care of that for kind sure, of problem, but they sure. left it, I'm sure, on purpose because yeah. of that that thing. Uh, also, a nod to uh, Mayna Wing. and May. <laughs> Now, this is, Mayna, uh, of course, they were at a bar and she was touching people and apparently getting intoxicated just by touching the, the drunk people. It was the first person I'd ever seen that got drunk faster than you did. Oh, well, thank you. Right. So, I mean, well, at least it takes you one. You know, the sad <laughs> thing about that is, is I'm not a small girl. I'm a big girl. And I am such a lightweight. It's so sad. It's well, so, so at least so you pathetic. actually get one drink in before you start feeling the effects. She was just touching people well, and starting to trip over that's, a, that's, almost, that's almost how I get But uh, As I was kicked out of a bar once in 1990. Can you capsulize the story real quick? Because I still think this is funny. It's not funny. It was very, well, no, it's, but it's, anyway, it's funny now because right. it was a long time ago, but Reader's I, digest I, version. yes, basically I went to a uh, training and orientation for the new job I had in, in Texas. Um, we were at a hotel and we were there for a week and 
the very first night was a basically meet and greet of all the people that were there. And I was at, you know, we went to, uh, first we went to like a, like a, almost like a, just like a mixer. And then everybody went to the bar. Well, the mixer, you know, they had beer and stuff, but I didn't drink anything because I didn't, because I already know how I get, because I get goofy when I'm drunk. And I'm thinking I'm a bunch around a bunch of all these corporate people. I do not need to act like an ass around people I don't even know yet. So went to the mixer, didn't drink anything, had water, went to the bar and was laughing and talking to a bunch of people, having Which a good time. Pretty much your normal. Right. Uh, and I was, didn't, wasn't drinking anything because I didn't need anything to drink. I, I was going to wait until towards the end of the evening and then maybe have one drink and then go to my room and go to sleep. And I figured I wouldn't cause but so much trouble that way. So I waited t towards the end and I finally said, I'd like to have a, what the bartender asked me, I said, you know, what would you, of course the bartender had been asking me the whole time if I wanted something and no thank you. I'm, I'm good right now. And so anyway, when I finally decided I was going to get something to drink, she said, no, I'm sorry. You can't have anything. You've had enough. Like had enough. I didn't had zero. I had nothing to drink. And she was like, no, I'm sorry. I can't serve you. And I don't know if she was being a smart aleck because I had, I had kept up that stool the whole night and was just talking to other people. Or if it was because she was just, I don't know. No, what was, she the, was, was she the bartender from the very start? Yeah. She knew I was there the whole time. Okay. So, and so it just kind of amazed me. I was like, what was that all about? So anyway, I was really pissed off. So I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was talking the people I was talking to, they go, what is wrong with her? And so they were like, we're going to, now people are freaking falling on the ground drunk in there that are part of this group. And I, when I say that, I am not even, I am not even in the least bit making that up. They were actually so you're not exaggerating when you no, say that. Not at all. Falling on the ground, staggering around like a bunch of drunken sailors. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is your first time in port. I don't know. <laughs> but everyone was smashed out of their minds. I'm the only one who was not drunk in the whole damn place. And I'm thinking, what the hell? So they offered to buy you a drink for you? No, not that night. And I, I, the next day I went that when we finished our, all our training stuff and we all, everybody was at the bar, uh, you know, um, I told the, uh, manager what I was, I was like, I said, I would never buy a drink in this bar for all the tea in China because the very first night I tried to have a drink in here and I, I was told I, w I couldn't have one because I was drunk. Or that not nah, that that I was drunk, but that I had had enough. Yeah, you had enough, which uh. And I had had enough of them, but that was about it. <laughs> anyway, stupid story, dumb thing, but that's what happened, and I'll never forget it. It was ridiculous, okay. and I won't forget it because I wasn't drunk. So anyway, so all that was related back to May and her situation. Yes, Just in and case I we forgot her. what that I was about. Her. That was I about. felt her um, <laughs> drunkenness. Okay, so uh, also in this in the episode. Uh, we get our first glimpse of that Gemma's having an issue. Yeah, she's got some uh, predator marks on the back of her neck. Don't know what that was about, but A. Okay, so what was your first sign that she was having an issue? Me? Yeah, I mean, what what, what happened right off that kind of told you that something was wrong? In this episode? Yes, in this episode. 
Remember, Deke came in from working out in the bag. Oh, she was. Oh, and she, he she asked was, her about. He asked her about. Who? Uh, he asked her about Fitz, and she. He was, and what, like, did, what did she? What did he call? He her? called her. He called her first. He called her Bobo. He called him Bobo because that's what Fitz told him to call him. Right. Which, uh, God forbid, why he told him that. But anyway, uh, but Gemma acted like she didn't know what he was talking about. Exactly, and that was that kind of made me go, "What the hell?" And then, um, and then she was like. And then she said, "Grandpappy or right. and, and or Papa or Papa or whatever." It is. Right, she said, or whatever yeah. you want to call him. And that's when she realized that's who he's talking about. Which again, she should have known. And then she's like, "Oh yeah." And then and she and as you say, she kept rubbing the back of her neck. Yeah, and then she had the predator marks. On right, her. which we don't know I what the heck with that. You know, you were thinking it was some kind of an implant or something. I think I think. Well, then she told Enoch. She says, "I felt I felt so." Um, uh, disillusioned or uh, confused. confused when you were there when he wasn't there correct which, and which is also why that you know when they initially couldn't find him you know before he came pulling up in the car he asked she asked colson said hey i can go you know if you can give me his last known location i can do a search for him and he thought you know you're just concerned about the thirty thousand year old robot uh but she literally it was kind of a self uh preservation thing she was trying to figure out why she was having these issues since he wasn't there right and apparently you know when their later conversation he knew what was going on because he was going to lead her off to take care Maybe of her explain or do or right just something i don't know, you know and, maybe, and it I must be something that she wasn't quite familiar with what was happening because otherwise you know if it was something that she had been told you know you would think that she would know what the problem was but she apparently didn't and apparently it's something that uh, Enoch can fix, but they haven't quite gotten to that yet. Because, right, uh, and I'm hoping that we find out that. Okay, let's move on, because I want to talk about this picture. So Okay, we're going to get to that in just a well, second. Hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> Why do we got to wait for all the things I want to talk about? I know we got to do it in order and all, but really what you, I have to say is the most important. Are you things. done? Okay, okay <laughs> now before we get to your famous picture, and we're going to have that debate, uh, the whole point of this thing when they went back to the 70s is, of course, the Chronicons had told Colson that if you don't give us Earth, you know, you know, it's been neat to this point where you make it messy. Right. And basically, it was kind of like threatening, okay, we can start messing around with the timeline. Uh, well, not like they haven't been trying it already. Right. But in this case, how they messed with it is uh, Wilfred Malik, who was supposed to have died in 1970, was still alive. Didn't die. Right. Uh, and because of that, they also instituted, okay, do you remember Project Insight? Yes, that's okay. the, that's then um, that's where Colson died. Actually, no, actually, that was oh, after, I keep forgetting. This, this is, is Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter, Winter Soldier is where they put the 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 helicarriers or whatever they were up in the yes. sky, and they had all those laser beams. And what was the what, what was their goal? To in, kill everybody. To kill, kill everybody. anybody who was a threat to Hydra. And no matter. Uh, if they were a child or whatever, Didn't that was going happen. Right. right. Okay. Same thing now, except this time we're back in 1970 and they're going to use a satellite to do the job. Correct. But for the same purpose. 73. To, they yeah, were in well, no, actually it's 70, yeah, it's 73. Correct. Right. Because 76 is when it was right. uh, activated. Right. Uh, okay. So in 73, they're going to use this, they're going to do the same program. They're going to use the satellite to target individuals who were pros of threat including people like Nick Fury at right, the time, right, right. Uh, Peggy Bruce Carter, Banner. and Bruce Banner, which right. is what got Sky's attention when she broke in. That was another funny kind of funny thing. Uh, <laughs> they she, broke into the back of the, um, uh, into the, the, the club, the, the, the sword, you know, where they have to say sword. Yeah, in, in the bar where uh, originally um, Koenig had his mm -hmm. little hiding place. 
in this case, uh, Malik had all of his computer set up, and it was right. old 70s, I mean, ancient stuff, but for Sousa, ooh, high tech. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because uh, Daisy's in there looking at him like he's got three heads. Yes. Like, really? Like, really? This yeah. Then she, so later on, she shows them some real high tech. But right. anyway, um, so 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 she breaks into the system and she gets the list of all their targets. Like I said, and that's where they see Nick Fury and Bruce Banner. Right. And she says, "Well, he said, well, I don't know." Sousa saying, "Well, I don't know who Bruce Banner is." Says, "Well, in, in a number of years, he becomes an Avenger." So, well, that is that a good thing? I said, "Yeah, that's a good thing." But he's just a kid now. So he says, "Okay." So there, we have so Project Insight is forty years ahead of of its time. Right. Uh, so they need to find a way to stop it. Uh, so they come up with a plan to do that. But before they can, suddenly they jump again from right. 1973 to 1976, which right. is when the project was supposed to be completed. Yeah, they said it would be ready in three years because they asked they asked uh, Stoner. Yeah, General Stoner. Right. Uh, when, with Patrick well, Robot actually, he Burton. didn't. Uh, May asked him right. uh, and said, hey, Lindsay, because she was flirting with him. Yeah. Okay, so like when May shook Stoner's hand, I didn't get a good feel for what she got from him. I mean, I, I think she got. I'm getting ready to knock this guy out. Well, no, that was that so, was later on. Oh, but so when she first met him oh, at the bar, oh, she said oh. that she was a a, a uh, HR, uh, a, you know, a person from HR, and was so impressed with how he, uh, yeah, his professionalism. Uh, she shook his hand and then kind of, you know, kind of leaned back a bit, looking at him. But I didn't, couldn't quite tell what she got from him. Uh, now, if you ask Colson, he was, you know, and he still pro he probably is a, you know, clear blue uh, shield agent, but he's kind of doing the bidding of Hydra there. So I'm not sure. Uh, Maybe kinda, he doesn't know. And I'm assuming, you know, because that was the whole point of the, the whole infiltration thing is right. that people didn't know until it was too late, right. which is probably the case here. Uh, and of course, we know Malik is Hydra. Right. right. Uh, so. So anyway, so I don't know. So so they make the jump to 1976, which is when the uh, the system is ready to be launched. Uh, and Mac, of course, this is where Sousa had the issue because they made that unscheduled jump, and he didn't quite understand right. how come they don't know didn't know why that happened and what right. caused it. And, uh, and Gemma seemed to be a little bit um, uh, taken aback by his aggressiveness. Right, and, which was and why, of course, she was still. In that weird because right, that spot. was right because that was that, right they when were he, getting ready to walk right find out what was going uh, on. was about ready to uh, you know check her out when he came to her right. and I thought it was kind of nice that Deke came to her uh, yeah. defense yeah well, and had to protect his grandma yeah <laughs> right uh, and you know he, you know he talked about hey you know I gave up my time for this and so we all did you know right. we all got yanked out of time for this so get over it right uh, and again that's why I said you, you should have just told him hey we go wherever they go and that's it right. Uh, so anyway, so Mac decides what they're going to do mm -hmm. because the launch site is in the lighthouse where Correct. the shield team was basically had a base in present time. Right. So he said so he's going to have Colson and May set up charges, flood the lighthouse, which would stop the launch. Uh, and then he sent Deke and Yo-Yo to go see Malik and actually pick Malik up. Right. Uh, because he hadn't quite decided what he's going to do with them, but they knew they were going to go yeah, get they, And they knew that they couldn't have him out there doing any more damage right okay now during their time when they're in the bar um malik had brought along the chronicoms because of course the chronicoms know everything and they came up with their guns at colson and, and the whole team and daisy ended up grabbing nathaniel which is the youngest malik son now he right. was supposed to have been dead too he's supposed to die the same year right. that malik senior died 
right and on, on the on the planet right as you know, right and if you remember back to that episode they first showed the younger Maliks, Gideon and mm -hmm. Nathaniel, right when his father died, and right before they made their next little and they went stone to go, selection. And they went to go see, um, and they went to go see Whitehall then. Yeah, went to go see Whitehall. Uh, so somewhere along the line, they prevented Nathaniel from going through the portal, you know, off to the uh, right. hydro planet. Uh, so he's still alive, and like I said, they had held basically well, they had held him hostage. Let to me his, ask you a question. Okay. We sure didn't see the other Malik there. Well, yeah, you only, you only saw him uh, the first, you know, not before. Yeah, before not after, they jumped. Right, before they jumped the three after years. The jump, no. Which is kind of so interesting. Now, I wonder, now my I question mean, is, now my question is, did they send the wrong Malik oh, that, to, that, to the planet? And they sent the right. other Malik to the planet? That's an interesting because, thing. Um, Was well, somewhere along the line between 1973 and 1976, Nathaniel developed some, uh, some, some, some okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he was basically sitting there drinking milk at the bar when they found right. him in 73. And then all of a sudden, now suddenly he's pulling weapons. On right. People. And go, I'm going to go see uh, Whitehall. Well, actually, he said, he didn't even say, he said, I don't even want to see him. I just want right. information. I just need the right. detailed instructions on what uh, to do. Oh, next. Yeah. What, how he somehow got uh, people's powers away from him. Yeah. Uh, which, As he cut up, uh, um, Daisy's mother. Right. Well, yeah, that was Whitehall's uh, yeah. gig. Uh, which again, this, so, so it's all, yeah, and, and it's all tied together like that. Okay. So anyway, so to do their plan, they had sent Daisy and Sousa to break into the lighthouse's camera so they could kind of see where, you know, where people were. Right. Uh, that is when, while they were doing it, that is when Daisy shows, you know, he's talking, number one, he was talking about because Daisy had her laptop there. And right. he's going, well, the problem is you're, why we can't do this real quick is because that computer's too small. Of course, he's been looking at all that monster 70s stuff, thinking that was great. Right. Uh, of course, that little laptop had more, probably 70 times the power of the, all, everything oh, in that room. Right. And then, exactly. of course, then she showed him her, her phone. And I thought it was funny when she told him that uh, only old people actually oh. call people with this thing. Yeah. Uh, so she took, right, <laughs> she took a picture of him and then showed him how he could enlarge it with right. his fingers. Like, wow. Wow. It's a lot. Right. And I think that was probably as much thing as for him is... Again, you know, he kept talking about, like, you know, why did you take me out of there? Well, if we didn't take you out of there, you were going to die. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not sure why you want to go back and die so so fast. But right. he was also a little sad, and this I understood, that he didn't get a chance to say goodbye to some of the people he cared about, which probably Peggy Carter would have been the one. Don't worry, she's still alive until she's, like, 80. Yeah, so this so, is fine. He could go back right now and right. Like, to say hi to her. And she could go ass out right in front of him as as he walks up to her and goes, what the hell are you doing here? You, which is, I'm kind of surprised she didn't do that when Steve w walked up to her in, well, at the end I of Endgame. Well, no, because she knew he was a super soldier. I know, but she didn't know he was alive. She thought he died. Well, he Okay. Of course, and again, it all depends on what time he showed. Let's not get into that. And besides, she was already mentally, um, uh, she was already having some mental issues. She was because not. Because she, uh -huh, she was old. She did. What are you? Why I'm, talking are you about, talking? I'm talking about when she, he went back in time to go dance. Oh, I thought she was old. Where did you give her mental issues back then? She was fine. <laughs> I know she was old. I know she was old then, but I was talking about when he went right, back well, in. <laughs> dang. Dang. <laughs> You gave the woman Alzheimer's she before like, when she was oh, 30. Come on. Oh, you Steve. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stop. Stop, all right, never stop, mind. Getting, stop getting this Move all on. track here. Okay. So maybe they, it's me with the Alzheimer's. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So they had their plan, and uh, Daisy and Sousa were breaking into the system, and that's when young Nathaniel showed up with one of the Chronicon gums, shot him, 
threw them in a van uh, and took off with them. Okay, so they no longer, they had the cameras available to them, but they no longer had Daisy to open doors and things for them. So so May and, (laughs) quick thing, so uh, Colson and May are in the lake house and they steal these guys' uniforms. What's the first thing you mentioned? (laughs) As they're coming out of the room, the guys had tall socks on. Yes. And okay, tall socks just means athletic socks with the stripes on the top that go up to your knees that yes. guys used to wear that Martin had when I first met Well, Martin him. still has those. I mean, you. tall socks make the man. I know. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a believer in that. That's uh, so, so I, I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. It was bad. The, it still is bad. <laughs> that was the first thing you mentioned when they left out of the room was I those said, guys oh, wearing look, tall socks. I guess tall socks on. Perfect for 1970. Okay, so so they're Six. they were they're in the lighthouse and they're uh, need to get through a door, but of course Daisy's just been kidnapped, so they can't get through the door. So Mac uh, sees General Stoner, so he says, "Okay, let's go see if we can get the." Uh, yeah, his ID passed to get through the door from him. So Colson goes up to him and basically tells him, hey, we're being infiltrated by, uh, you know, crazy robots taking over the, and of course he's going, he's asking questions, he's basically stringing Colson along, but Colson's thinking, I'm getting somewhere with him. Right. And so May just puts her hand on the guy's shoulder, uh, stone shoulder and slugs him. <laughs> and Colson's going, what'd you do that for? I was getting somewhere with him. Said, well, he felt otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> So she takes his pass, and they get in there and plant their explosives. Right. But in the meantime, while they're waiting uh, to set the explosives off, uh, Mac is looking through the cameras and sees his parents. We're getting ready to get to your point. Okay, so he sees his parents, and he knows that if they trigger the explosives and flood the lighthouse, his parents, his parents will die. die. And, and we're and, assuming and, this is before Mac is born. So, I mean, that, yeah, that is something for him to that's, that's That's makes him old at and in present time. So I'm saying he's not born yet. Right, so that would certainly make you pause about whether you wanted to have your parents dead before you were actually born. For sure. Okay, so because of that, he aborts. The, the mission. mission that mission yeah the, he boards that mission, that part of the mission. Okay. okay so in the meantime uh deke and yo-yo are going to malik to pick up malik well before right. then the head chronicom luke comes to malik and tells him that uh our predictor civil has told us that the shield is coming to see you right and we're going to give you this as leverage and he gives an envelope Correct. Okay, he says, and what we he opens up the envelope and he says, well, why don't we just add these two people to the list for insight? Uh-huh. He said, no, that's not what we want to do. We want to force Shield to reveal themselves, and this will do that. So give this to them when they come. Uh-huh. So here comes Deacon uh, Yo-Yo, and they bust into the. Okay, so never back up the truck a second. When Deacon Yo-Yo showed up, how'd they get there? I have no idea. You don't have any idea. You most certainly do. How did they get to his house? Um, how did they get to Malik's house? I asked first. Oh, they showed up in the jet. They showed up in the Quinjet. In, 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 in the non-cloaked twin jet. Sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't know what you meant. I, I was well, we discussed to, this before. I, I know, but I thought, did they teletransport? I don't know. What do you mean no, how they, they get there? They arrived. They used their legs and walked. No, they flew the Quinjet right yeah, next yeah, to the yeah, house, uncloaked, so he could sit out the window and watch them coming. Which yes. I, I didn't assume that Max said, okay, I want you to go ahead and shoot off fireworks and let them know you were coming. Well, I realized <laughs> that, but that was pretty dumb. I... Not sure why they did that, but then again, I guess they didn't know he'd be looking out the window just hanging around mm-hmm. like a... Well, like the launch a, was getting ready to happen, well, and, yeah, and he was positioned right to watch the launch. Okay, so he 
they burst into the place <laughs> and tell him that uh, he's coming with them. And he says, no, I'm not. He said, but uh, we do have a good place to watch the launch. If you guys want to sit and watch. I said, no, because Shield's shutting, Yo-Yo does yeah, Shield's shutting, shutting, shutting it down. And he says, well, you guys don't understand what's going on because the Chronicoms have been ahead of you from the start. Right. And he starts go basically breaks into the uh, evil villain's monologue about how you have no chance right, and right. uh we're ten they're ten steps ahead of you and we have this thing that you might want to see and right then Geek shoots him. Right. Uh which of course yo yo's what, like, what are you doing? doing? And, and he was like, Okay, you're supposed to be dead in yeah, so said, I'm not messing up any timeline. Right, here. he says status quo. Right. <laughs> and, and of course he said, I bet you they didn't see that one <laughs> coming. <laughs> Which I uh, enjoyed. So, of course, so now Yo-Yo takes the envelope and holds up and looks at it and is surprised by what it is. Okay, here is our debate because Kathy and I have been going back and forth about this since we saw it on Wednesday. Exactly. Who's in the picture? I, Martin seems to think. I know what Martin thinks. What do you think? I think it's, it could be Sousa and, and Daisy Johnson. Okay. And I think Okay, so why do you, would you think that? Well, because cause the um because the Malik kid took them. Right. So I mean, do you think they knew what the Malik kid was doing? Did they instruct the Malik kid to take them? Maybe, maybe, because I don't think the other guy's there anymore. I think there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that we don't know about. I think I think that I think that all and my other my other thought is it might be Fitz might be in now, see, now that I could possibly now, see, but it's Fitz and someone else right, because they said person. two people. Right. So, so would it be I Fitz think, and Gemma? It could be Fitz and Gemma or it could be Fitz and Deke. Okay. Well, how, how could Deke be in the picture? I don't know. Okay. So here's, here was my theory on this and because it's so simple, Kathy can't wrap her hand around it. No. And this is not happening. <laughs> you should stop this stupid no. idea. Anyway. It's wrong. Okay. I don't believe it. It's not right. It's not right. It's okay. just not right. I don't believe it. Okay. So anyway, right. before I this so is your dumb idea. Go ahead. Tell everybody. The whole point the Chronicon made was when he gave me the envelope and says, you will take this information and we will make S.H.I.E.L.D. reveal themselves. Basically saying that we will get them to act where we will know where the where the Zephyr one is. Because, because are, humans are, uh, are too... They don't care about the big picture as long as they're the people right around them are safe. Right. So and, and they learned that from Malik. Right. Previously. Okay. So who basically sacrificed his daughter? Uh, well, no, he just to hide. No, he didn't sacrifice his daughter. Uh, well, yes, he did. No, he that was not. He didn't not want that him, to happen. His son. No, no, Gideon didn't want that to happen. Gideon loved his daughter. Uh, that was Hive's way of getting keeping Gideon in line. Saying, okay, someone's going to pay, pay for your crimes, and it's not going to be you. It's going to be your daughter. Why? Because you love your daughter, and that would hurt you more than if I just killed you. Which he must have learned from the Chronicles from earlier. So right. here we go. <laughs> but. But his, but his brother wasn't dead. Okay, I so. Think, I think that Gideon is dead. Okay. And, and I think that, um, what's his name? We talking about the, the other brother? Yeah, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I, I knew that, but I, I couldn't think of that. Okay, so now getting back to my theory. Uh, yeah, well, let me... No, listen, because it's so dumb. Let's just go ahead and okay. listen to it anyway. <laughs> All right. See, now you just don't. I'm Mac, sorry. I'm sorry. Mac sorry. at the lighthouse and said, you know, he saw his parents were there and he, yeah. was, he had to decide whether he's going to flood the place right. or kill his parents. Right. By choosing not to do so, 
he went ahead and decided to go after the satellite a different way, which was use the Zephyr to track it down and shoot it down. Correct. When he needed that, he revealed their location, which is exactly what the Kodokoms wanted him to do. So then why could those, that picture not be of his parents? Now the because if the Kronikons right okay now okay right? I got three Here's, different right, I got three right hold on, on we this. might we might we might clear this up now and this is something we discussed again if supposedly Sybil the predictor knows so much how come she didn't know if that was you know if say that was his parents in the picture how come she didn't know that Mac would find out about that before the picture ever got looked at and do what they wanted him to why would they need the picture. Which tells you that Sybil doesn't really know anything as much as she they say she does. She's just kind of probably uh, pulling data out of a computer and just like doing prognosticate guest work from the data well, she's got. Here's the thing: when you throw Deke into the mix, that messes up all kinds of predictors. Why? Because he's unpredictable. He's What's an it? unpredictable guy, and he's so unpredictable, which is why I'm telling you right now. They planned on they planned on them going to the launch site, putting those um, detonators in there. They planned on. Uh, no, when you say planning, you're talking about the Chronicons knew about that. Yes, they okay. they knew that they knew that they knew that um, <clears throat> that um, uh, that the director would take. He would see his parents right. and stop the launch. Right. He, they knew that was going to happen. Okay. They expected that to happen. Okay, so that's, and that's fine. And, and it did happen. But the picture that they gave to Malik was supposed to have done the same thing. So if they knew that Mac was going to do that, why did they need the picture to do the exact same thing? I don't believe that they knew that they were going to get... Uh, I don't know that they knew that they would... That I think that was just an insurance policy. His parents. Okay, so I think the, ori the the original thought was whatever that picture was. So I just well, think I guess that, that was that an will, insurance policy see, in I guess, case something happened. Because I think that 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 the chronicle. Well, see, that would make that, more sense than for me. I mean, for them to say that uh, Sybil knows everything, but not know uh, what Mac was going to do outside of the picture that they should. So I, so I can, right. So I can see that as being a backup, but then again, then that comes to the point again, if that's not his parents, who is the picture of? And that's what I said, I'm telling you, it's either, it's, it's one of, I'm not sure what two people it is, but I know. We know it's two people. We know that I for a fact. I feel like number one, I feel like one of those people, it's either Sousa or, 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 or Daisy. I mean, Daisy. I mean, and the reason I think it's Sousa, and let me explain to you why I think it's Sousa and Daisy. I think that it's them because they knew that the Chronicoms knew that obviously they knew Sousa got out of yeah, 19... I, I would assume so, yeah. At, at, at that point. Right. I mean, okay. now the rest of history doesn't know it, but the Chronicoms do. Yes. And I, I would think, assume. And I think they think that they're going to they're gonna maybe hold that over his head. And who knows? Maybe it's Sousa and Agent Carter. Who knows? Because she's still alive. It's not like she's dead. We'll tell you how much. Or maybe. Yeah, go ahead. I got all kinds of thoughts. <laughs> no, I say, tell you maybe it's maybe it's Bruce Banner. Maybe it's one of the people. Maybe it's one of the superheroes. Maybe it's Stan Lee. We'll end this whole thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But as, <laughs> now, it tells you how interested we were. We sat there and fro tried to freeze frame yes, that picture. Yes, we did. And I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I felt like it was somebody with dark hair. And it could have been Sousa. It could have been, and short dark hair, of course. It was a man picture. It was a picture of a man. It definitely was not. You can tell would not that, have been Colson. It would have not been Mac. Huh? You can tell that in the glimpse you got. Yes, I did. <laughs> Okay, so the fact of the matter is we don't know who's in the picture. But, uh, but, I made up my own right. mind, and I'm telling you what it isn't. It's not Colson, and it's not Matt, because they're both bald on the head, and this person had hair, number one. Number three. Yeah. Number one and number three. But that's because I did Mac and, uh, and, and you're number three. The, you're pounding on the table again. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for everybody's ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, um, I... Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We, you basically is, have made your the opinion point is, clear. My, the point is, is you're wrong. I'm right. So no matter who it is, it ain't Max parents in that picture. The end. Well, again. That I'm certain. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. And Wednesday's not going to get here fast enough, I can tell you that. Okay. So, and as we've already said, that Mac decided that he would not plug, you know, he told me right, and Colson to abort. Right. And by doing so, though, not only did he give up uh the Zephyr's position. Right. He also let Mac I mean let May and Colson get captured at right. the base. Yeah and, that, and of course whole right and of course and? they uh, to get as far as they did they had to knock may knock uh General uh Stoner out. <laughs> now if he's the head of SHIELD that's not gonna go over really well with the rest of the SHIELD agents assuming that they're all they are all SHIELD agents well, and not Hydra agents. Uh and so there's they, a there's a whole nother thing. No, right I mean there. of the of the people that are in jeopardy May and Colson are probably the ones that are in the best position, right? Because they can break their way out if they need to, right? Uh, not so, not so much for Sousa and Daisy, especially because of the youngest Mal. Like we said, he's supposed to have been dead, but obviously he's got some issues of something, right? Then, no, I mean um, um, Nathaniel, Nathaniel, is who captured the uh, uh, Daisy and uh, Sousa, and as you said before, that he's trying to delve into some of the work that Daniel White uh, Hall did. And that's, that doesn't build well for Daisy because you remember that Dr. White Hall basically just butchered his, his her mother, mother. Right, right, her uh, mother. to get, to get what he could out of her. So, and, 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 and I'm not sure why Nathaniel thinks he needs it. I'm not sure something, as you say, something happened between 73 and 76 for him to think that he needed. And here's another option of who might be in that picture. Oh, he went back to the picture yes, again, huh? Well, because this is a big deal. Okay. Because whoever these people are, they know where they are, and they can destroy them. Well, that's what, again, if you wanted to do that, you would have just put them on the list for insight. But they didn't. But this, they didn't because, because they said they Whitehall, wanted to draw them out. Because Whitehall needs them. I'm now thinking maybe it's Daisy's parents because they need <sighs> Jiayang. For, well, I don't know about for, uh, for Whitehall to survive. I can see them being involved, of course, because now we're back in time and that is a possibility. Uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, we'll, we're going to find out. And here. one thing, another thing, Whitehall found out he didn't have to do all the fancy dance and chop her up into bits after a while. He knew that later, right? No, it's pretty much not. because all he needed was her DNA. Oh, I don't know because, uh, of course, remember he said. Uh, 
I forget exactly what what his saying he kept repeating about was about uh, requires experimentation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, I have no doubt that he he enjoyed. He had no problem with butchering people. Okay, so so we got a problem with the youngest Malik and uh, Daisy and Mm -hmm. uh, Sousa. Uh, May and Colson have been captured at the lighthouse. Like Correct. I said, that's probably the people with the least amount of problem. Right. But then the Zephyr, now the Chronicons know where it's at, so they're going to be trying to blast it out of the sky. And if you see the previews from next episode, apparently that's what they yeah, try to do. I don't think uh, so we still got a bunch of questions, and mainly we don't have who. Where's Fitz? <laughs> we still don't have Fitz. <laughs> and we're almost Fitz. halfway through, so he's got to show up sooner or later. If you notice that little draw, you know, Mary, you're showing the little art poster thing of them. You notice he's a tiny little guy <laughs> in the right-hand corner of that thing. So no, uh, obviously he that. doesn't have a, a major role because they, <clears throat> they shoved him off into the, to the side there, almost like with the copyright. I think, I think that they did that just, I think they did that just to make it, make me more curiouser and curiouser. I'm sure that's what they did. They thought, what can we do to disturb Kathy the most? I knew, I knew that's what it was. Well, anyway, uh, that's pretty much what we got for Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge for this week. Uh, next week, we got the sixth episode uh, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And who knows what's going to happen then. Maybe we'll find out who's in that envelope. But no, in the meantime, I, I, I know that. It was, a, it was a photo of two people. Uh, and maybe we'll actually see fits here in the final six episodes well, it has to happen it has to happen i need to know where he is i need to know anyway um i don't know honey i, I just don't, don't know i i'm just like you don't right know about now. who's in that picture well i know it's not who you think it is well like, I, sure. I guess we'll see uh and i will be expecting an apology if that should happen yeah. tell you what I, I i will give you not only an apology but i'll bow to you and well you do that anyway so sure okay not really yeah. um but anyway I think that, yeah, whatever. Um, well, you know what? Let's wrap this up. <laughs> okay, so in we the- got lots to talk about, <laughs> and Wednesday's coming. Right. So in the meantime, uh, I am Martin, and I am Kathy, and we'll invite uh, you back again on another Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. Bye. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. We'll see you next time.